narcissists are pathological liars. But unlike the typical person who tells a white lie to preserve your feelings, narcissists are lying to you because telling you the truth might cause you to do something that isn't in their best interests. No contact is a coping technique that is practically required to heal after narcissistic abuse. It involves removing yourself from the narcissist's life. You stop seeing them, you stop speaking to them, and you stop interacting with the narcissist in any way. This allows you to clear your life of the negative energy they bring into every room so that you have the space and the time that you need to heal without dealing with the toxic influence of your former personal tormentor. So what are the steps of no contact? Well, very simply, number one, you block them on every form of social media you block them from calling your phone if you can't block them from calling your phone you should at least not answer their calls when they call you can set their ringtone to silent and you can set their name to do not answer just to remind yourself next thing you want to do is make sure you don't discuss it with the family with the friends anybody else who's connected don't have flying monkeys or go-betweens or proxies or anything like that stay focused on just living your life so get out of the house go do some stuff take a hike you know take a vacation get a manicure whatever focus on yourself focus on self-care now for the record you might have gone no contact with a partner or a former partner or maybe it was a family member or a friend a parent in any case initially you might find yourself kind of feeling like you're on that pink cloud many people report experience during narcissistic abuse recovery. Pink clouding, in case you're unfamiliar with it, is a term that is used to describe the feeling of elation that a lot of addicts and alcoholics get when they start to detox and move into sobriety. I first heard it used in our community by Kim Saeed. While you're on the pink cloud, you will feel excited and hopeful in ways you didn't before and your life might actually start feeling like it's moving in the right direction for the first time in a long time. Unfortunately, there's a big problem with pink cloud syndrome, and that is quite simply that it can make us dangerously overconfident in one way. We might think we're fully recovered when we're actually just beginning to recover. The worst part is that this overconfidence can sadly lead to what I call a sort of relapse, where we fall back in with the narcissist. For example, when you first leave a narcissist, you might start to see the possibilities of a life without constant control, and codependency. Kind of a beautiful thing. But that pink cloud is very common for survivors of narcissistic abuse who have just gone no contact. We are often so relieved that we're not dealing with the everyday stress of dealing with a narcissist drama, not to mention the mind games, that we don't even consider the possibility that we've still got some work to do before we can actually say we're truly healed and ready to move forward. So when you do go no contact, you might find yourself feeling totally liberated and free at first. This is an amazing feeling, but being in a relationship with a narcissist is going to leave you with a whole bunch of unresolved trauma that you're going to have to work through if you're ever going to create the life that you actually want and deserve for yourself. You're not sure who you can trust, if you can trust anyone. The trauma you experienced manifests itself in something we call trauma bonding, which is a condition that causes you to develop a certain psychological dependence on the narcissist while you're in the relationship with them. In reality, I think it's sort of like a survival strategy that a lot of us develop during these toxic relationships, but it also makes recovering much more difficult afterward as you're literally addicted to the narcissist and the toxic relationship in the same way that an alcoholic is addicted to an alcohol or a drug of choice. It literally affects the same part of the brain. But that means that even if you logically know you're not interested in having the narcissist in your life anymore, there's still a part of you that will have a hard time saying no if the narcissist is able to contact you once the relationship 
ends. This is exactly why we recommend that you go no contact if possible when you end a relationship with a narcissist. Of course, if you have kids together, you might just need to go low contact where you use the gray rock method to avoid drama and where you only communicate about the business of raising your child without emotion and only as absolutely necessary. Can I have your attention, please? Then I want to talk to you real quick about ignoring a bitch. Oh, there's power in turning the other cheek. Now, I'm going to tell you something. One thing about people that like to throw shade, you don't fight shade with shade. The only thing that overrides and destroys the shade is the sunlight. See, your light got to be so bright that you keep that bitch where they belong. In the shadows, the dark, the bitch is invisible. And we don't see you, girl. See, you don't go back and forth with a person that's hating on you because when you do that, you become just like them. A weak bitch. So the next time they mention your name in a status or your name come up in a conversation, don't respond because you're too high to look that low. We can't go back and forth with people that we can't reach and that's not on our level. The other thing I think it's really important for you to remember right now is that enforcing boundaries in your life in order to keep toxic people out is your right and almost your responsibility. You are not doing anything wrong by not allowing that toxic person in your life. As adults, we have the right and again, the responsibility to define what it means to be in a relationship. If we are in a toxic relationship, we have the right to set a boundary saying, I'm done with you. But if you're thinking, yeah, but my narcissist is different. They, I've, I've seen them make changes in themselves before. This might actually work. Maybe. Maybe your narcissist is different than all the other narcissists, but everyone I know who has attempted, and I know a lot of people because of what I do who have attempted, who has attempted to try to confront a narcissist has found him or herself in the same boat. And unfortunately, they learned that one of the most effective ways to waste their breath and their energy and their intellectual stress is simply trying to explain to a narcissist who they really are. Just remember that you have the right to be at peace and happy in your life, regardless of what's happening in anyone else's life. Don't beat yourself up about it. There's so much more to the no contact concept than we normally talk about. Because what happens is when we're choosing people to be part of our lives, when we're choosing friends, when we're choosing romantic partners, we have to think about who they are and how they are affecting our lives. I'm a big fan of people doing whatever they need to do in order to keep themselves safe or sane. So my old deal breakers for going no contact used to be if some if I had concrete evidence that that person was indeed lying you know actually not even lying like cheating stealing or physically abusive my old deal breakers were very lax when it came to going no contact with somebody like it it was basically like if I couldn't hang on anymore then I would go no contact with them I used to think that that was healthy it's really all about setting boundaries and figuring out exactly what it is that is acceptable to you and what is not acceptable to you. Because the bottom line is 99.9% .9 of the time, someone who violates your boundaries repeatedly again and again has no interest in them at all. No interest in respecting you or your boundaries. And so that's going to be a big important note when you're thinking about who is allowed in your life and who is not. Trauma bonds happen in any toxic relationship. They tend to be kind of strengthened by inconsistent positive reinforcement or intermittent reinforcement. So what that means is that mostly things were difficult, mostly things weren't great, but every now and then something awesome would happen or the narcissist would do something that would make you feel kind of good, kind of warm and fuzzy inside. And 
in an effort to obtain that again, you would stay around in the relationship. In the beginning, it probably happened more often than not. And as time went on, the positive reinforcement most likely became further spaced out. So less of it per negative incident. Now the trauma bonding factor means that you're going to need to be careful to avoid the narcissist as often as you can so that you can avoid that dreaded relapse. But what if you do happen to run into the narcissist in public after you go into contact? What happens if you see the narcissist? What are you supposed to do? Because unless you move to a different city, that's a really serious possibility and sadly a lot more common than you think. What happens if you have not yet healed after going no contact and you see the narcissist. Right now I'm going to tell you something that I would normally never tell you in any other case. But if you haven't already healed and you happen to see the narcissist after going no contact, I want you to take a page from the narcissist book. Hear me out and I want you to put on a sort of mask. Why? Because if the narcissist sees that you have not yet healed after the damage they caused in this toxic, unhealthy relationship, they're going to absolutely relish the idea that they have somehow won the relationship. They will definitely think of you as weak and they will even attempt to reinforce the idea that they probably have spent years putting in your head that you're worthless or at least somehow inferior to them. So rather than giving them the narcissistic supply they'd inevitably get from seeing you feeling miserable and alone without them, I want you to totally fake it. Yeah. Pretend that everything is great no matter how you feel in the moment. Don't give them the satisfaction of knowing that they've hurt you. In general, if the narcissist thinks they've sort of won the relationship, they might pretend to ignore you or just look at you with contempt, acting like you're clearly beneath them, which is better than Hoover. The thing is, for so long while you were with a narcissist, whether you were raised by one or not, if you ended up with a narcissist, narcissists don't believe in you having boundaries. Of course, they have plenty of boundaries of their own that you must stick to, but they don't believe that anyone else deserves to have boundaries. And so you have to reestablish your ability to create and maintain your boundaries. Are you looking for a good question to ask someone next time they're on some bullshit? Oh, you come to the right place. Repeat after me. Are you under the impression that I allow everyone in my life to treat me like this? Or are you asking me to make an exception for you? Quickly. We feel guilty for everything. We feel guilty that we allowed ourselves to feel things. We feel guilty that we decide to go no contact. We allow guilt to actually keep us in these horrible relationships for years, decades sometimes. And this is so important. There are going to be certain times in your recovery from narcissistic abuse. Things aren't going to feel good. They're going to be painful. There will be things that happen, moments, events, thoughts that will change your entire life forever. Without question, you'll be a different person after all of this. Do yourself a favor. Let those changes make you stronger. Let them make you better. Let them make you more aware. Be more intuitive, more in touch with yourself, kinder, more compassionate to yourself. Don't let them turn you into something that you're not. Take your time and mourn the relationship. Cry, scream, throw, break things, whatever you need to do. Here's the secret. Once you get through the hard part, you can literally find yourself living the best life you could have imagined maybe better. You just have to do it with intention. If the narcissist sees you after years of you being no contact with them and they have seen that you have healed on some level, they might try to trap you again. They might think you would have forgotten about what they did or they probably forgot because it wasn't that big of a deal to them. That's how they roll. But they're going to try to reel you back in and they might even swear up and down that they have changed. You have to know their intentions will not be any different. Now on the flip side, if you have healed yourself and you do seem to be quite well to the narcissist, they might actually ignore you and avoid you due to their ridiculous sense of pride. 
side. And while they'd never tell you this, they might actually think that you're superior to them, which would totally destroy them on so many levels. And of course, if I'm being honest, that is the level of healing you're going for. You have to trust your gut. You have to know what's acceptable, what isn't. If somebody just doesn't feel right to you, if somebody makes you feel uncomfortable or miserable or icky and you can't quite put your finger on it, that is your intuition telling you, no, not this person. Just remember your reasons. You've had enough of the narcissistic abuse and once and for all, you went no contact with the person who made your life a living H-E double hockey sticks. What else should you do though if you do see the narcissist after no contact? Now listen, I know you're not out for revenge or anything, but if you were, it would serve you well to remember that the best revenge is served cold. Remember what narcissists need more than anything else in the whole wide world? Yeah, they need attention. They need narcissistic supply. So in other words, narcissists, they do not like to be ignored. So one way to deal with them is to give them exactly what they deserve, nothing. None of your attention, none of your energy, just walk away, my friend. And now you have to know that the narcissist will need to pretend that there's something wrong with you when you do this, and that's okay, let them have it. They will never be able to admit to themselves or anyone else that they mistreated you or abused you in any way, shape, or form. In fact, they've probably already told everyone how crazy or terrible you are and most likely portrayed themselves as the victim because that's how narcissists do. But what if ignoring them isn't an option? Then what are you supposed to do? Well, you can just smile and nod, sort of an acknowledgement and keep on walking. It's really all about keeping your composure and maintaining your dignity here. This next part is really important. Despite the fact that you would probably rather be poked in the eye with a sharp stick than see this person. You're gonna have to put your feelings on the back burner for just a minute. Why? Because under no circumstances should you ever allow the narcissist or anyone nearby in the moment to see that you're in any way bothered by their presence. Pay attention to the little details here and be very aware of your facial expression so that you can avoid showing signs of disgust. If you're anything like me, your face has a way of telling all your secrets. So you might just wanna practice your poker face in the mirror ahead of time to be safe. Here's mine. Do you believe me? And if you want to avoid giving the narcissist that little zing of satisfaction they will inevitably feel if they think you look or seem anything less than amazing, well, you want to appear indifferent. So act like they're just any other person in the world you've ever met, like an acquaintance. They're just somebody you don't really know very well almost. Does that make sense? Even if it absolutely tortures you to see them, never let a narcissist see you sweat. Even if you need to go cry in your car afterward, I'm not kidding. Regardless of how much or how little you've healed, if or when you happen to see the narcissist after you go no contact, the bottom line is make sure you don't react to them at all. Or if you do, keep it brief, polite, and businesslike. Remember that the narcissist will be watching closely. They will be looking for any reaction at all. And they're gonna get a little hit of narcissistic supply if they think that you miss them or having a hard time without them. So just don't give them even the slightest hint that you are affected by not having them in your life unless the effects that you display are positive. What if the narcissist approaches you and attempts to hoover you? What are you supposed to do then? Well, my friend, you've got to play it cool like ice. Just don't even give them the chance to trap you again. Remember that no matter how hard they swear they've changed or they will change, they absolutely will not. And as always, they'd continue to be the person they've always been. 
you went no contact for a reason, so please don't give up on yourself. So what can you do to appear healed even when you're not? Well, consider the telltale signs you might be showing if you are feeling miserable. Chances are that the narcissist would recognize that you're hurting by the way you're carrying yourself, the way you're dressed, maybe your body language, have you showered lately, that kind of stuff if you don't speak to them. So for now, just make sure you're kind of tidied up and keep yourself looking as fresh as you can when you do go out in public. Maybe put some good music in your ears and in the car or on the walk or wherever you're going because that will at least temporarily help you to boost your spirits. But what happens if you are healing or you've finished healing when you see the narcissist that you went no contact with? Well, if the narcissist sees you after you go into contact with them and you seem confident, you're well-dressed and you appear to be healthy and relatively happy, well, they might start to think about trying to get you back. And this is especially true when you've moved on with another partner. And it's also true even when the narcissist has a new partner or a new source of supply. They might indicate the desire to connect with you on some level. And there might be a little tiny party that secretly hopes that'll happen. That's your trauma bonding coming back to bite you in the proverbial butt. Don't fall for it. Because I want you to always remember that the narcissist's idea of a relationship is ugly, to put it mildly. And they really don't want to have a real relationship with you. Not a healthy one. They will, as always, just hurt you over and over again and take and take and take. They won't give. You're just better off without them. Because narcissists don't do closure. They will inevitably try to keep the door open just in case they decide to come back or they want some other sort of supply from you. It's really unfortunate. With my clients, a lot of times we do different exercises, including a letter, among other things, to kind of create our own closure. It's it's a powerful thing. Let me know your thoughts. Are you interested in knowing more about this? Now it's time for the question of the day. And the question of the day is, have you found yourself running into a narcissist after going no contact? And if so, how'd that work out for you? In hindsight, what tips would you offer for your fellow survivors who might go through the same thing? If not, are you concerned that you might? Share your thoughts, share your ideas, share your experiences in the comment section below, and let's talk about it. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life, and hey, Thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. Now, before I go, make sure you take a look at the videos I'm going to leave for you right there and right there. And while you're here, hit the subscribe button right over there so we can stay connected and continue on this healing journey together. I'll see you soon.